Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio, with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms, and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Under Pressure podcast. We've we've had a tough week with various um, family issues. A huge thanks to uh, Phil for coming on tonight. Um, we're not going into any details, but Dan's had similar issues um, and has been an absolute legend trying to get the um, press and analysis done um, late in the day. Obviously, we're discussing um, the record defeat for Liverpool at Anfield in, uh, in the Champions League and European Cup. First time we've ever conceded four, never mind five. But maybe we're going to get Si on later, we're not sure yet, but hugely appreciate you coming on, Phil. Um, no worries, man. Absolutely legendary. What, what's Dan's got a line for you? Is it the most, is it the most qualified or something like that? <laughs> something like that, yeah. Ivory Tower, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ivory Tower, yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes, let's get on to, um, I can't believe I'm saying this, Liverpool 2, Real Madrid 5. The lineups. Uh, me and Dan discussed on the Newcastle pod. We weren't sure whether we'd go with the same team or not, but yeah, he's done it. Yeah, he, he did. He did what we all said not to do. Yeah. Which uh, I think they after that fantastic graph with um, showing Henderson's performance in the and two outliers and the fact that he's very unlikely to repeat performances this short space of time. And uh, yeah, he still got picked and BVD returning from a long injury. Gomez playing three, four, and uh, you know all the players that were sort of earmarked as potentially wanted to have a rotation or don't play at the weekend with this game in mind. All played, all played all three games actually. So, yeah, yeah. As, as as we will come on to the physical capacity seemed to be there, but maybe there's a maybe there's a, a mental slowness, a mental. I think. <laughs> To me, there were lots of what cost us was certain individual errors at moments, and that comes, doesn't it, from yeah. mental fatigue? That's from fatigue, yeah. The intensity. So you've got a fucking, you've got a Merseyside derby, you've got a, a game you have to win against a top four rival, and then uh, you've got a Champions League knockout game against Real Madrid. 
you might have the physical capacity because we've had a rest because we haven't had that many games, even though we have played these players. And and as we come on with the pressing, was it was the physical physical capacity was there. Yeah, we put the effort in, but maybe that repeated intensity in your mind causes these kind of errors that we've seen in this game. I don't know. What do you reckon? No, I agree. I think I think um, we've chatted large many many times before about the effects of that uh, mental fatigue has on particularly first touch. You know, a proper reception and uh, that, that instant neuromuscular, neuromuscular control. So you will see that in the first touch of players go or a slight indecision making being happening. And I and I think there was evidence from very early on in this game that players were having that. You know, even in that amazing 20 minutes, when you watch it on a rerun, there are moments where the wrong decision is made. And we could have had another, do you know what I mean? Another opportunity made where even from you, you were established stars. So I think, yes, a hundred percent. I think physical capacity as we'll come up with the numbers was probably surprisingly there for at least the first 60, 65, but it's just in, in key moments that mental fatigue came in and lost the ball here and there or made the wrong decision defensively or on the ball. And it resulted you're not playing um, Premier League mid-table sides. You're playing one of the best teams in the world and they'll kill you. And they did. Did you notice a lot of slipping? Yeah, I was going to say Cody in the first five did minutes that's over yeah, three yeah. times when we in really good opportunity and just slipped. Yeah. Did the groundsman have a nightmare as well? Maybe. I mean, Courtois slipped, didn't he? Before before, uh, before the uh, his, his yes. error. So. Yeah, just his foot went, didn't it? Yeah, so it works both ways, doesn't it? I mean, obviously, they, they normally do like a wet pitch so the ball zips around a bit quicker. Um, but the flip side today is if you're slightly unsteady or not yeah. quite sure about yourself anyway, you're going to fall over. So, um, yeah, Badge did as well, I think. So, yeah, it was slight, oh, slightly it, annoying. It was weird. I just kept mm. noticing people falling over randomly. It was yeah. only in the first, I don't know, 30. I didn't notice it after that, but... Yeah, players kept falling off. I was like, what's what? Yeah, that was a huge chance as well, wasn't it? And the, for Gakpo to make it two. I was like, no, was that before the first goal? That was before the first goal. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, he sort of, he could have passed it to Mo, but instead, and it, he doesn't end up doing anything because he falls over, but he just like, wow. Um, another one in the middle of the park where he shows a bit of strength, actually, holds off uh, Kanavinga. And doesn't make the pass because he slipped, if you know what I mean. So it's just, it's just, it was frustrating that early minute. So I was like, oh, finally Cody's showing a bit of strength and um, yeah, can't get the ball away. Indeed. Um, let's come on to the match summary, which is another weird one. Um, we had 2.2 XG, non-penalty XG to their 1.7. We had nine penalties, uh, nine shots each. Uh, they had eight shots in the box to seven of for us. They had one more shot on target, six to five. But we had one more big chance. But bearing in mind that two of our big chances were in the same phase of play, um, the Gormoff scramble with the Salah shot and the Nunes shot, um, possibly the, quite an influential start on this game was that they had 33 touches in our box to our 17. Um yeah, Kaylee hasn't posted. Um, some of the other XG models were quite varied. 
Um, oh no, sorry, Kaylee did post. Um, let me just have a quick have a look at. I think it was two point. 2.1 to 1.7 and he called it uh the devil's the devil's uh, magic yes it devil's <laughs> magic yeah <laughs> uh, yeah 2. 2. Uh, I was just like, yeah 2.1 to 1.9 he said and he called it the devil's magic I, I think there's a bit of that in this game with two of the deflected goals but as we'll come on to, there were also individual errors in the build yeah, yeah. game. There was a two point, I think, five thirty eight at two point five to one point six, and info goal at two point two to one point five in our favour. Um, I think I, I don't know, Phil. From from the match summary, to me, that doesn't scream five two, does it, to the opposition? No, I had Darth posted earlier on, didn't he? The uh, rail turn 1.6 XG into 2.8 post shot. Yes. Which is quite something. Um, I haven't got our equivalent, I'm afraid. But, and there was something about, I saw earlier that over the three games we've played recently, um, they've four, got a total four. four. It's two legged when Navi got brought off after 28 minutes or something. That's um, it. And then the final and then this game. Yeah. And it, it's something like six X G to three and yet the score is nine two. Are you that person who has everything? The coolest merch and those must have fan threads. Well, over at our Anfield Index shop, we've gone that extra mile when it comes to pimping up your Liverpool collection. From our popular range of bespoke design t-shirts, sweaters, hoodies and hats, to our signature edition mugs, prints and coasters, all provided with fast worldwide shipping. We have something for every red. We also stock official LFC merchandise and are licensed with the Premier League and UEFA to sell official iron-on shirt badges and sleeve patches. As a listener to this podcast, you can get 10% off everything with coupon code AIPRO10. Just head over to anfieldindex.shop or find us on Etsy by searching for Anfield Index. It's I, think it was, I think it was six to five. Six to five, yeah. But I'm just saying that the difference is, is huge, right? And I think some of that is, I mean, we had an argument in the final last year, didn't we? Post shot, well, not you and me, I'm saying we, us yeah, as yeah, a side, yeah. our post shot was ridiculous because the keeper had a, one of the best games ever on record for post shot. So, yeah, I, I think... But you look at the the real raw figures a bit. No, I don't think it looks like a five two. It doesn't. But that, as we were just saying off mic before we came on, the individual errors at crucial times, the decision making can mean that when you're playing the elite, the best of the best. That's all that happened. That's what happens. They turn they turn those half chances into full blown chances and goals. Yep, they did, and let's let's definitely come on to that because, well, I don't oh know. Before that, just for a little bit of context, when we lost three 0 to Barcelona in the new Camp, it was obviously that amazing Messi free kick. But the yeah. XG in that game was two point one five to one point five eight in Barcelona's favour, which is pretty nearly what the average is in this game. Um, and where Barcelona in that in that argument, um, the big chances were kind of identical in that game. I think they had um, three, we had two, um, 
And in that game, Barcelona won 3-0. In this game, we lose 5-2. But in the game against Barcelona, when we win 4-0, which is one of our greatest memories under Klopp, mm-hmm. Barcelona missed two big chances in the first half. Had, had they scored one, we we're not going through. Yeah. yeah. Alisson made an amazing save from Messi, didn't they? Yeah, he did, yeah. So just so we have a little bit of context in what can happen and how random football is. But let's yeah. come on to the let's come on to the goals because I, mean, I, I could pick out an error for the first one, Phil. But I think you've got a little bit of one. I, I've got a bit of it. I mean, this take nothing away from the strike. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that strike isn't world class. He's bent it around two defenders into the far corner, and he can't sit till too late. Right. My problem is if, and I've got two shots I'll put in in Discord. The second before he takes the shot, yeah, we have a cordon around him of three players. Yeah, we have Fab, Joe and Hendo. Yeah. Then for some reason, Hendo sprints out of that space. And then uh, Vinny, as I'm going to call him today, because it's easier for me, turns in and hits the shot. In, in one second. So Hendo sprints out one way. The next second, he literally turns it shot in the exact space Hendo was stood. And that's my problem with it. I don't, I'm not saying it's maybe he went, he saw a runner coming and he went out to press him, but the danger was right there in front of him in your box, bloke with the ball, stand there, just stand there and he, the shot doesn't go in. And then Joe could have been stronger. I think there's, a, there's an argument to say he could have, try to guide it or get, you know what I mean, get across it a bit. But I think that's a bit Bends harsh. Bends it outside the post. Bends it outside the post. But for me... Did not do his job there by blocking the goal? The defender, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. The defenders that I left did that. But my, I said the only error I could see with that, the fact that Hendo leaves the space where the shot's taken from, for no for no real reason. I don't get it. Because if he was going to go and stop the player who was on the edge of the box making a run, he could have done that after the ball travelled. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. It, I, I, that's the only thing I look yeah, at. He could, it go, he could double up with Gomez, couldn't he? And he yeah, just, just stand uh, there. And Vinicius Hyro takes a shot and it gets blocked or he has to go back to the two on the edge of yeah, the box. Yeah, and then he can go out to press out and we get the whole team shifts out of the box. So, that's my only thing from it. The goal itself, world class, right? Nothing, not, not taken away from the player for that, to have that ability with no back lift to just bend it around that way with that power. Phenomenal. We allow the way we, we allowed him to have that instant one second is all it took. It, it, I'm just a little bit, yeah, if you just did that, that's going. Yeah. Anyway, I seem to have jumped ahead here because we started amazingly and scored a great goal. After three minutes, go on. Just, can you describe that first goal? Because I, I, I was I was in kind of ecstasy at this point. It was, um, I'm just having a look, I've got this down there. So we took, we took, I thought we took a bit of time to settle, right, as a, as a starting point. But then we win the ball, goes into Cody, who loses it, right? But then uh, Badge wins it back, plays it to yeah. Mo, yeah. and Mo just delays and it just plays a, plays a lovely pass to Darwin, who's, who's already made a, a run from outside to in it from across the fullback in behind the, the centre-half. In, in front of the centre-half as well. Yeah, sorry, yeah, in front of the next one, if you know what I mean, and, and just flicks it. it. It was just a phenomenal start. And in typical cynical fashion, because we're so used to being offside, I'm like, he's got to be offside. <laughs> I was expecting <laughs> it. But he wasn't. He timed this run beautifully. 
Do you know what yeah. I mean? It was like, it went from being, ah, oh, Cody, man, what have you lost it there from? Because we're in a really good position, actually. Yeah. And then Badge wins it back. And then we're in again. And I'm like, oh, wow. Okay, 1-0. It, it was, I mean, that's a 0.2 chance, I think, or something. Oh, I can't remember on the... Um, I've got, I, I think they gave it as, I, I, could, I, I was quite kind of shocked by this. They gave it as a 58% chance on him for a goal. I, I'm not sure that's fair. Jesus, that's that's a bit <laughs> considering what he did and the finish. But I suppose from the area, maybe. But... But yeah, exactly. XG's primarily based on location rather than um the the uh, technique of the finish, but yeah. That that seems incredibly high for uh for that <laughs> shot, but well it's a cross and a and a and a finish with your foot, but I know it's quite close, but still. Ah, uh, point five six on it on um on Fotmob, yeah, Opta, yeah, okay, fair enough, yeah, that's right. It's just got a small circle for some reason, um, yeah. So a great start though, and then where's it? A few, start. and then yeah, and then and then after after his heroics in the Champions League final, um, we get gifted a goal from Courtois. Yeah, yeah, which comes from um, there's a bit of a. So we Cody plays well, right? He holds off the ball, I think, of this one. It it breaks. Yeah. Yeah. And then Hendo tries to play him in behind, but overhits it. Um and for once, you know we spoke you guys spoke last pod about the the fact the front three, Mo was telling the front three to go and press and they weren't listening. So it looked like Mo was ended up for that side of presses. For once. Yeah, but for this instant, Mo goes and Cody goes with him. So although Courtois screws up, one of the reasons he does is he's got two players coming at him. His option out to the right is closed off by Cody. So the only option he has is to play it straight and it just Which hits his knee. It's peak what we used to do, isn't it? It's, it's peak what we did. It was so, I was so pleased to see it. It's just, unfortunately, it, that was ended up being the peak of the game for us. But, um, you know, it, it, it ended off and then Mo finishes it quite easily. So, but no, it was, it was great to see having listened to you guys say how much that Mo was having to go out of players for not, not going when he was going. They went with him this time and we got a result out of it. We got what, uh, a huge, huge slice of luck, but a great goal. And yeah, having, um, having, Courtois make a mistake through Not pressing really. is something we like me and Dan spoke about against Newcastle. You want that coordination. And more was still doing in this game. Um, we will come on to the pressing because it's definitely a story, but mm-hmm. he um it, it's mad how he's he's thinking to himself, so he he's getting conscious about it. He's going, right, should I <laughs> Should yeah. I go with him? And if I'm going with him, he's also doing it with his left arm. So he's going, right, someone has to go. Someone has to mark the other guy. Yeah. Commit myself here to, it was Alaba in the first 30 and then Nacho. But if I commit myself to Alaba, someone has to fucking mark Valverde or Modric or... Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's no point in me wasting my effort. I may as well just sit off and keep a structure. You have to do it as a unit. You can't defend. You can't press from the front with one player. You can't no. press from the front with two. You have to do it as a combination. So not only does Moore have to go and then Gakpo goes to the other guy, your midfield then has to push up on the other midfielders so they haven't got options. And if you take away the options, like you've just highlighted brilliantly, 
mistakes happen. Yeah. It's and we just, haven't been doing enough, have we? We've not uh, been doing we enough. We haven't, we haven't done it. Nah. We haven't been pressing as a unit from the front. <sighs> At all, really. Nah. Maybe nah. for bits in the Man City game when we won. Maybe for bits. Maybe. And that's, and that's pushing it. But yeah. we haven't done it since the World Cup. And and it's going to take time. Yeah. But I, th- I thought that was a, that wasn't um, an example of it going well. Yeah. Anyway, we're two and a up. <laughs> yeah. We've, we've discussed that first goal for, for Madrid. Um, we have a chance to go 3-1. And then, yes, let's describe that chance because I thought this was pretty good. That is that in the box, your double goal mouse scramble? Your goal mouse scramble, yeah. Because that's well, more um, has another chance, doesn't it? And this that's is before move. that's before it goes two one. Yeah, um, where I think Cody plays him in actually holds off a challenge, plays in Mo. He yes. beats two players, and then he tries to put it in near post. I'm not sure he couldn't have put it in the far post, but I that went. That's down what as a I big thought. Chance. I thought like a more finish against Roma or everything. Yeah, I just early, but you know what? It's just hey, yeah. If that had gone in, we'd all been going well. Wow, if it goes in near corner, yeah. you think he's absolutely bluffed the keeper there. Yeah. I mean, I think if he'd got it in either corner, it'd gone in because the keeper was nowhere at the start. You know I mean, it wouldn't have... It, it just, Yeah, it's just unfortunate. It was a great bit of play, actually. He got him in in exactly the position we used to see in Mo come in from that, uh, you know, uh, out to in um, and just driving in that channel. And we're used to him sometimes bending it there or going in near post and he just puts it wide. But yeah, and then we went 2-0... Then they score, and then we get another opportunity where I think it's is it Trent to Hendo who finds Mo. It's um, a great move as well. It's really yeah. Cool. Is it ten passes? I think it's something like that. It's yeah. a really good, really good amount of passes. Gets in, gets the ball in the right areas, the hot zones as we used to call it. We used to get in there a lot. Pulls it back. Mo has a shot. Bobbles to Darwin, and I, I've written down there, and you might think I'm being harsh, but for once, Darwin doesn't smash it. <laughs> he tries to pass it whereas actually if he'd smashed it it might have gone in because it just would have flicked off a leg if you know what I mean or as Sai said earlier today there's also Cody and Mark next to him where you just roll it back to him and he smashes it in high in the net but these are all uh, options that didn't happen <laughs> as it happens he try, he slips again there's another player that slips so he's falling over taking the shot and Mar- would you clear it off the line so. and, and, and this is where um, analysis comes in because 1.3 of our XG. 2.2 XG comes in this one move. Two of our big chances come in this one move. So, yeah, you have to contextualize that. And also, we created nothing after this. No, nah, because that Darwin was 0.69, wasn't it? Or 0.65, something like that. Uh, 77% on him for a goal, yeah, 57% for the Salah chance. Yeah, so yeah. Right, yeah, but it's. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, it's not easy. It's not as easy as we're saying. I still think you should score. By the way, um, I think they should be three-one. But uh, both should score. Both should score. Um, I think if if, if if any XG chance is given over fifty percent, you should score. You should score. But clearly, it's it's better than a coin flip. So yeah, it, players. and then. You know, like we said, sliding doors moments in the Everton game. Yes. The bar. Yes, yeah, we, did, we didn't, yeah, we didn't yeah. score the sliding door moment. Yeah. And exactly that. That's it. 
they then come into the game, pretty much. Um, again, I wish I was here. Is not, but I wish he was. He he talks about the. Um, he talks about how we uh, how Madrid coped with being two 0 down. Yes, no, we've discussed the first goal, but Madrid was still. They just didn't change. They were. They were calm. You've they played panicking. teams. We've played teams where we got in up in fifteen minutes or whatever against them at home. The crowd's absolutely buzzing. They then collapse. Yeah, and Madrid didn't. I have to say though, right? I agree with you. I think if if we go three. Or we just hold okay. two for a little bit longer. Yes, but I think expecting because they got that one and three big chances is. Yeah, yeah, I just think when it went to two one, I think they were like, "Yeah, we're right." Because at two 0 they definitely didn't look great. There was times where they were, they were a bit rocky. I think the key moment, as you guys discussed, is Albert Alaba going off. Because that's around that time, isn't it? I think. Is yes, because not... I think it's one of Salah's best 30 minutes for yeah. us, really. He was absolutely electric, wasn't he? Yeah, he was taking Alaba to the cleaners, basically. And Rudiger was having to come across to help out, which was leaving Cody with space in the middle and yes. Darwin. Yeah, so, and we, we were having joy. And Hendo's runs were actually making connection because there was space because they were having to double up on Mo. As soon as Alaba goes off and Nacho, is it Nacho? Um comes on they shuffle they become more solid as a four they don't have the attacking outlet as much but they re rejig the shape of the side become a bit more compact not as attacking and as we saw from the Champions League final where Nacho pocketed Diaz for the whole game he then basically does that for any scraps that Mo gets for the remainder of the game which isn't a lot because they also change it so they limit the ball into Mo uh, through their tactical changes, he he snaps them up. So that was a very, not only was the miss around that time a sliding doors moment, Alaba getting injured not long after was also critical for, for Real Madrid. Yeah. And again, quite fortunate. And speak, yeah. Speaking of yeah. fortune, any blame for the second goal, Phil? Because I, I, I haven't, I've watched it over and over again. I can't see any other thing than it being a just a just a bit of a brain fart from Alison. And I'm I'm the last one to criticize him, but just this one. Vinicius it, seems it, to just, just gives up. And just because it's, it's good there. <laughs> yeah, it but it's a it's a it's a real for I am initially I watched it and I was like bloody I, I just couldn't believe I had gone in, I thought I'd looked over the bar. Um I don't really know what Ali's trying to do, I have to say. The other part of me is, why hasn't Joe peeled off? Normally when you set a ball back like that... He did, he you, did peel off. He really did peel off. I didn't think he peeled that one. But yeah, okay. But the other option is, why is he trying to pass back to Joe? Yes. He could Van just Dyke's not, unmarked. Van Dyke. Just a little dink to Van Dyke. He's done. But it's yeah, just I, not even looking at the ball when it hits him. It's also a really weird pass he tries. It's sort of... I just don't... Un, yeah, one of those moments where you think, 
oh, what's going on there? Because Ali's been player for me. He's a player of the season. One nut. He's sold, sealed. Just giving me the award. You give him the award it's now. Not, you know, it's not even close. It's just, it's a bit. You know, Carrie's final where he hits Benzema. Yes, yes, good example. Right, it's it, it's like why have you done? Now I know with Carrius there might have been mitigation. He might have been cast. He might not have been a see out of that side of his face. You know those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. But, but this this is the same sort of thing. He tries something with a player stood right there when there's another one to his left, completely unmarked. It just yeah. it's really odd. Um, I don't get the ball back from Joe isn't great. By the way, it's bobbling all over the shop. It is bobbling. Um, gets a good contact on it. <laughs> yeah, I know. It just <laughs> it absolutely it, creams it. Yeah, and the only thing I thought though with Joe, right? Okay, he. He comes across Finney, right? Does actually a pretty decent bit of defending because he's behind him, I think. Sprints in front of him, cuts across him, wins the ball. It's automatic to knock him back, but he could have just turned out and played it down the line. Hello, I'm here to annoy you. I'm here to annoy you into listening to more of me and more of others on EPL Index. We don't just have the Anfield Index stuff. We've got EPL Index as well, which covers the entirety of the Premier League. And we have three podcasts and a whole bunch of really good writing on EPLindex.com. The podcasts are my own two-footed podcast, which is every day at 4 p.m., Monday through Friday, covering the whole league. We have a tad predictable hosted by Tadiwa. You know Tadiwa. He does Anfield Index. He presents a tad predictable before every Premier League match week. And then Kevin DeVries and his crew on the EPL roundtable there every week after the Premier League match week. So make sure you listen to everything we're doing on EPL Index and follow us there on Twitter at EPL Index. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, but it's, it's giving it to us. I'm still giving it to Alison. It's, 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 yeah. it's basically yeah. Xavi Alonso in goal. It's, yeah, so basically, yes, I agree with you. I can't really see... I mean, people are digging on Joe all over the shop for this game. I'm not saying he had a great game. He didn't. I am just don't think... I don't think either of the first goals were particularly down to him. I think he just happened to be in the vicinity of the of the goal. Yeah, I don't. I don't think either of the first two goals were. I think he had an absolute shit show in the third. But um, and we'll come on to that. Yeah, yeah. With this one, it was just. I just think it's bad luck. But that, yeah, you're talking about Maradji didn't pack. This is another thing they got. Then they're in it two all. Half basically half time, isn't it? Uh, whatever time on the clock is, I can't remember. This half an hour gone. Uh, yeah, they score, but then there's another. There's, there is a chance from. Uh, there is a chance later, but this is just them, though, isn't it? They're like curls one that looks like it's going in, and it's an absolutely brilliant save from Allison. Yeah. And then, and then there's the one where I think there's a failed press, and Robbo does his clearance. Yeah. Clears it just before half time. Yeah. So that that so that goes down as a failed press leading to a cross, but it doesn't count as a shot. Whereas no. if Robo doesn't clear that, it's a seventy-five percent XG big chance. Yeah. So there were there there were signs towards the end of that second half, a uh, first half where, you know, you were thinking, oh shit. Oh, I shit. mean, and they were by that time they were ticking. Like they were really. I mean, Sai was talking about it, wasn't he? And I, I completely agree with him on the second watch. Is they were rotating through midfield at will. They were bringing it, passing it, moving it. It, it was taking it in turns to be the carrier, the sitter, and the uh, um, 
can't remember the bloody name of it. Now, <laughs> you know, I mean, they were taking it in terms of doing three roles, basically beautifully, just keeping it. Yeah, honestly, um, I, I just said on the I said on the group earlier, it was one of the best, considering they've got Cruz coming off Cruz coming off the bench, and then uh, Chichimani away injured. Yeah. But their their rotation of that midfield. So sometimes it was um, Valverde as a six. Sometimes it was uh, Modric, obviously, and sometimes it was um, oh, who's that? Canavinga. Uh, Canavinga, yeah, who's an absolute player. Yeah, it, and it must be hard for us to, <laughs> to deal with that, of course. But let, okay, let's. But it's not. I mean, the other thing they did really well was switch the ball. They switched it to three times to Vinny in the first five minutes. Like they just they knew and then they changed then they changed tactic and went, right, okay, we'll play for the thirds now. And we'll rotate. And then they went back to switching it again. It was just it was literally watching the old master go through his file decks of, of tactical plays <laughs> yeah. without having to say anything, because all these players on the pitch knew exactly which which card to play at which particular time. It was, it was, it's really annoying. It's frustrating because having to watch the same side beat you on the world stage is hurtful, right? But sometimes you've got to sit there and go, these boys know how to play football and know how to win games. Uh, I mean, Victor Junior, just looking at his dribble map, he has, what is it, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight dribbles in the game. Uh, all down, all down, all down that right, um, left hand channel for him. 50-50 though so um, I thought it trended well I know I'm I know I'm Trent's biggest cheerleader but I think I've criticised him this season but <laughs> bloody hell I mean uh, just to put that into context for Jules in that area should we say um, we have got really weirdly <laughs> a lot of green in the mid to high the high zones if you like yeah. Um, and some ob- obvious fails in our defensive third when he's got the chances, right? But yeah. I mean, there's periods of the game in that right in that right right channel where we've got completely green dots. I mean, sixty-one to seventy-five in terms of defensive duels in that area when you're playing against Vinny, you'd expect to have when they're on top, you'd expect to have some failure, but no, they're all green. So Trent did really well in this game. Um, and was supported well by other players, like Mo's got a few wins in that area as well. So it's it's just that the chances he did get, he was absolutely electric with. Yep, hundred percent. So let's come on to the pressing. Yeah, because I did collect it, and uh, yeah, you, you give us uh, your your summary. Remarkably, it was the uh, highest ever total volume of presses in any game under Klopp, three hundred and thirty-two. Um, the highest number of possession wins, which is 54. But I think to try and contextualise that, you, it'd be better to do a ratio because I think we've had some games where we've had like 30 possession wins from 130 total volume, mm-hmm. which is a much better efficiency of high-value wins. You're going to get a lot of possession wins um, with that level of volume. We only had one press that led to a shot from 332, so we didn't have that production, which probably passes the eye test as well. Yeah. Um, but the the Papa map is um, quite something. I see it nearly all in the... All in the top red zone. 
Apart from that killer period. Between 15 and 36 when they equalised twice. Yeah. So maybe, maybe there was a bit of a switch off in terms of intensity um, once we went 2-0 up and, you know, that possibly that's crucial because we go in at half-time thinking we've put in a great half and then we're too old. And then we come out after the halftime period and it's absolutely one of the most intense periods we've ever collected. Um, So we are putting the effort in, but coming back to the goals, Phil, we don't concede from a failed press, but it's a really poor decision from Gomez to bring him down there because he's shepherded him out. Yeah, no, you know, you don't need to dive in. No, when I first watched it, I thought I stopped out. But then I watched it again. I watched the replays. Oh, yeah, it looks like he wins the ball, doesn't it? I'm yeah, like, it does. And then a really good decision by the ref because he, he was he, he he tackles his foot exactly. And you're thinking actually, a few a few little steps the other way. That's a pen. That's a stonewall pen. So, but he doesn't. As you quite already see, it doesn't need to do anything. Just stand up, uh, hit, let him hit you with a cross. And uh, Trent's actually doubling up as well. So even if he got beat by uh, Vinny there, Trent would have been there to help, help my partner shepherd it out for a, for a corner. So yeah, it it's it's stupid, right? And this again is where I'm like, Joe is at the scene of a crime, but he might not actually be the worst culprit because the worst culprits, I think, are in the box when that ball comes in from the free kick. Oh my words! You are, you are the guy on the set piece analysis. You got Cody and Darwin both in through this. It just peels off. Does he peel off? Peels off Cody. Peels off Cody, and he doesn't follow him. And he doesn't follow him, and then goes and literally, I've got a screenshot of where the moment before he heads the ball home, Darwin is looking at him. Right, he's running at this point. He's running. The ball's in flight, and um, Melito is running into the zone. Yeah. Darwin's looking at him. Uh, Gomez is looking at him. BBD's looking at him. Cody's turned around and going, oh, fuck, I've left him. And no one does anything about it. In fact, Darwin does the worst thing he possibly can do, turns his back. But I get kind of a player peeling off Gakpo and him not being, and not being kind of alert enough to, to, to track him. But I cannot understand how two players in the front post and middle's Middle zone aren't attacking the ball. Just yeah, the ball. It's. I just Gomez has just stood there not doing anything. He's just literally like a statue. And Nunes thinks, oh, it might be going to him. I'll uh, I tell you what I'll do. I'll turn my I, back. I know. And the thing is, right? <laughs> I genuinely think I don't know. I'm defending Joseph, but I, I. Just, I'll just bring the screenshot up now. It goes past Joe, right? Uh, and I, I just, I cannot believe Darwin has just stood. I just, I still can't believe Darwin doesn't do anything. It's literally right next to his foot. It's very, very, do you know what I mean? It's like all you have to do is get something on that or just stand still. Don't turn your back. Yeah. And he ter- in that moment he turns the back, the ball goes flying past where he was stood on a square position. It, it's it's such a poor goal to concede. Size size called it from early on, hasn't it? He? He's called it about um um Nunes and Gapo's um yeah. in terms of attacking. 
they're just bodies in the box. And unfortunately, you can do that to a degree, right? But not in those zones on the pitch for defending that type of... And again, you're not talking about a Premier League delivery here. You're talking about Modric, a legend of the game, right? He can put that ball wherever he wants, and he does. He put he selects the flight of that pass to drift in at knee height, right, which is incredibly difficult to defend because you don't know whether to go for foot, knee, thigh, or get your head... Yeah, you know, it's too low for a head, right? And then he puts it in a specific area where they have targeted they are going to run in. But what he didn't expect was for our players to stand there and Hendo's there as well, by the way, and not do anything about it. It's like they're waiting for a bus, looking at the screenshot. It's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowingly bad. Um, They've got got the physical capacity at all. They're both built well. Yeah. I mean, fucking ball. Just... I don't, I, yeah, uh, this is where, uh, for those who watched it, yes, Carragher literally lost it. He said it was the most shambolic piece of defending he, he'd seen it in many, many years. You must know from doing the set-piece analysis that you, that deep David did, especially yeah. last You must know that the key to quality defending on set-pieces is being proactive, attack the ball. Don't just stand there. And wait. Yeah, and you... you Gomez, Gomez doesn't move. Nunez, yeah. Gakpo doesn't track his man. And Nunez turns his back. It is... At two all at home in a knockout Champions League game. I know. And the really... The other thing as well is... Block it out. Like, none of the blocks work. That's gone before it gets to the, the zone where that ball's intended to be, yeah? It's gone through. One, two, three, four players. Well, one of them should be the block. Do you know what I mean? There should be a front screen. I, I just... I, uh, the more I look at it, the more I get annoyed at how... Ridic- you know I hate simple, simple goals, right? <laughs> this is so avoidable. It's unbelievable. Um, like every stage of the build-up play that leads to the free kick... Yeah. And then the uh, defending on the set piece. Yeah, it's it's horrible. It's a horrible, horrible goal to concede and something I thought we'd got rid of. I really did. Um, really disappointed to see that kind of thing return to our play, really. Um, it doesn't get any better, though, does it? Well, it doesn't. I've... It's, hard, it's hard to say that the fourth is worse than the third. Um but this is so avoidable as well, Phil. Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous is the ball. One of them, it's fine. It happens. Yeah, Badge it's, gives it before that as well. Badge gives yeah. it away. Yeah, he gives it away, but then just Fab loses it. He's close enough to his man to bring him down. It's so, he's been so good at that. It's been yeah, Fernandinho-esque yeah. in terms of knowing when to be clinical. Doesn't do it. Bichetic, obviously, is young. He tries to keep with him, keep with Modric. Again, doesn't bring him down. Should. Take a yellow. Yeah. It's just... Again, 3% shot that deflects in off Gomez. I know, but then even when you've done all that, right, they've gone 40 yards at this point. They're at the edge of our box. The decision-making there is really poor because... We're in shape, right? We've we've called off the goal. Okay, you've got Fab, Badge, Robbo, 
BBD Gomez, all in a in a depth line. We're not that bad positionally, right? To to score from there would be sorry. Would be no, I was work. talking about the fifth there. Sorry, I was I was talking about the fifth there, just in case listeners don't understand. No, yeah, the, the fourth, the fourth. Is different. We, yeah, we the fourth is the build up. Yeah, yeah. So Badge gives it away in the fourth. Uh, Fab tries to intercept, doesn't do it, but we still could take them take them down to that earlier points, right? But when they get to the edge of our box, we're still set up, not bad. All right. The problem is, I, I don't want to bag him out, but Badge goes and presses goes out of that shape and they knock it round him. So then Fab has to come across and go, shit, I've got to go and sort that out. And then surprisingly, he, he gets passed around that traffic cone as well. And the ball, uh, Benzema takes a shot exactly where Fab has stood. And Joe comes across to try and, and try and get there, save his mate, and it deflects off him and goes in. If he hadn't got anywhere near it, I think Ali saves it because it's not a great shot. It's a side footer from the edge of the box. Yeah. So it, it's like... 40 yards. Not as far that one, is it? No, no. Yeah, that's a... Again, he's at a scene of crime, right? He's unfortunately the guy who's deflected it past Ali, but it's because of a catalogue of errors beforehand. You know, Badge giving it away, then doesn't take the player down. Fab nearly gets there, doesn't take the player down. They get to the edge of the box. They both got on a solo press when they should have just sat in because we were set up fine. They pass it around us. Joe comes across to try and close the space. And it flicks and goes in. I don't need a VPN. I've got nothing to hide. <laughs> this is what I used to tell myself before I hooked up with LibertyShield.com. Not only is my home internet now fully encrypted, but I can now access all the websites I want, whenever I want, and do so from absolutely anywhere. As a Liverpool fan, I love to know I can now watch every match, regardless of whether it's on UK TV or not. My Liberty Shield VPN makes sure nothing is blocked and guarantees me super fast streaming speed throughout that match. You can get connected right now with their software package, which includes a 48-hour no-obligation free trial and instant access to their apps for Apple, Android, Fire TV, PC, Mac and Android TV. Or go a step further like I have and get one of their pre-configured VPN routers. These small but powerful devices allow you to easily connect every device in your home to VPN, making it the perfect solution for smart TVs, mag boxes and games consoles. Visit libertyshield.com today and use coupon code AIVPN25 to get 25% off at checkout. Uh, And what are you going to do? And Rodrigo is on side, by the way. I've got the still for that as well. Um, because there was some question, we're not definitely whether, on side. He's definitely on side. Definitely on side. <laughs> so, and it's a bit, you know, the, you know, when Robo again, Robo's um out of position for it. You know, Champions League final, Robo goes on a mad press, isn't he? And then they ping it down that side, put it across, and uh, Vinny taps it in for one nil. Well, they attack down there, Robo Shannon. Yeah. It's uh, anyway, yeah, it, it's. It's a category here as that one. And I think, again, unfortunately, Joey's in the scene of the crime, but I don't think he's a fault for that, really, because what else could he do? Again, again, coming on to the fifth, I kind of discussed it in that because I've got the long goal, but again, Fab. Miscontrols <laughs> it. Yeah, miscontrols it. Modric takes it off him. Um, Bad should take him down. Fab should take him down. Um, Bichette should take him down. Get Both of them get a chance to do it. Um, Modric does his thing, though. Um, it's allowed to do his thing, and then Benzema dummies Ali. 
just a superb finish from Benzema, isn't it? But you know that comes from their final third, a throw-in in their final third. Yes, yes. Right? And I'm not being funny. You, at this point, you're 4-2 down. And we are taking a throw-in from the final third, must be 20 yards into Fav into middle of the park. I'm like, who the hell thought that is a great idea? Because surely the easier ball is down the line to Mo. Or is into, I think Cody's still on at this point in the box. Do you know what I mean? If you're going to do a long throw, put it in the box. Like it, it just, the decision making at that point by Trent as well, I found amazing. It's like rather than get it to your bloke who's had a great game, actually, you know, he's been a bit, bit so Mo, your best player, you've decided to launch it 20 yards to Fab, who's got nowhere else to go, really. He's got control of that. And then he's probably got a player right on him. So it's going to go backwards. Uh, it just, just unfathomable decision making at that time. Yeah, agreed. And then we're five two down, and nobody else has a shot for the rest of the game. Just, no. to, just, I just want to because I did the pressing, and Dan was good enough yeah, yeah. to do um, the analysis under incredibly challenging circumstances. Fair play to him. But Gakpo had fifty eight possession adjusted per ninety presses. Which is remarkable. Yeah. Huge levels. Um, Henderson had 54. Um, Bichetic, 37, with a 97% efficiency. And Nunes and Salah, both of them each had 35 possession. The effort was there, Phil. The effort. Oh, yeah. I mean, Salah's at 91%. Saying so fucking hard in this game. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, even you. I mean, you guys always talk about the 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 power of the group press, right? Even the group press numbers are decent here. I mean, Nunes is involved in eight group presses by my reckoning. I think yeah. that's right, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and it's good in a group press because it's a big. But yeah. you've got. But but it's poor. It's, it's still a. It's still a. <laughs> we said it before the pod, Phil. It's there's no subtlety when nah. he's on his own. He's pressing by himself. So they know it's coming. It's dead easy to pass around him because there's no subtlety. You haven't got that Marnie level. You haven't got that Firmino where he just creeps up on people and wins the ball. He's trying his bloody hardest. He just doesn't quite get it yet. And I'm, I have to say, I don't think that he will. He, he, I said to you earlier as well, he gets very frustrated. In a solo, I think why he, in a group he's better because he can see someone's helping him out talking to him. On a solo, if he doesn't get it off the first couple, he just fouls a bloke. It's like the easiest way to get out of trouble in the world, you know, just wait for Nunes to foul at you and, and we're out of trouble. Um, but no, I thought the effort was there, even from some of the key individuals that you, you know, we can quite rightly point fingers at earlier in the season. The only issue is that a lot of them, I mean, Henderson, I'm looking at here, has got the highest amount of push the opponent back presses in the midfield at 31. So that's how it be. He did 39 successful presses, 31 of those were just pushing the opponent back. So I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it's in the context of us trying to be a gag and pressing side, that isn't what you want. You know, you want you want it to be a bit more uh, constructed, don't you? So it, it's, yeah, uh, you're right, though. The effort were there. The efficiencies were fairly decent across the board. I don't think anyone's had a, a fab at 72. I mean, what's the normal score for a six? Is that low? Um, yeah, Fab, his peak is about 85. Okay. Uh, just, just another note for Bichetic and Dan, 
again has posted this, said um, Badger's again looking like um, Naby and Thiago with his pressing numbers, 10 possession wins. Yeah. 10 possession wins from 332 tall. You know, <laughs> because because the mistakes that he made in his yeah. pressing cost us goals, it, it's like, okay, really good, but 18-year-old's going to make those mistakes. Can't blame him. Um, if we're relying on an 18-year-old, we're going to struggle. Um, yeah, I think it's... I don't think the pressing was the issue. I've only got one pressing to presses to a, that led to a failed shot that cost us a goal, which was the fifth. And it's the fifth. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've got... One, all two down at that point, two of them deflected. But we've discussed the defensive errors in positional sense and not... Yeah, yeah. You know, I've got, it's, it's not pressing that it was the issue in this game. I no, thought. I mean, there's this, I think there's three that you see it across... One for a shot, as you said, and there's a few more that I can see the free kicks, if you like. But yeah, it's not. I don't think the pressing was the the issue. I mean, even the only thing I said to you, wasn't it, before we started, it was about the differences in the halves. So not up to subs, but because I can yeah. break the press areas down by specific time points. If you look at first half versus second half, so first half our pressing uh, zones, uh, and even up to. Uh, so the first half, we we are over. Uh, we're completely in, in the centre third, and then we're mainly around zone fourteen and out through the half spaces. So and we're a little bit in their box, yeah, a little bit. And mainly, Mo as usual is high higher than the rest. So we're covering we're covering at least three uh, vertical lines of the pitch, and we're covering uh, decent uh, width ways both half spaces and the key central areas, right? When you when you flip to the the second half, yeah, we are our pressing is condensed in the centre third, uh, and it's it's literally it covers the half spaces still, but there's very very little in zone fourteen. There's a big gap in the middle of the pitch. There's a big gap in the middle of the pitch. All the intensity is is, a, is like a donut, like a square donut, if you like, around that middle third area. Um, and when you, uh, Dan's done the same as me, when you turn it all on and put all your different, like, you know, failed or group or circle, those kind of things to see where you are. Again, that changes quite distinctly between the halves. Uh, you know, first off, you've got good patches of, you know, we've got groups where you've got the, the press zones overlapping, you see a group press happening in the first half. Second half, there isn't, there's not a lot of that happening. It is a lot more crosses in the zones. There's a lot more individual solos and not a lot of direct press of possession wins. So I think, there wasn't an issue, but it did change. But some of that, I think, as we discussed off mic and a little bit here, is the fact that Real Madrid changed. They... Well, I that first half was one of our best pressing collections I've done. But I thought in the second half, a lot of the volume, so it's 332 in total, a lot of the volume came from 70 minutes on where yeah. kind of chasing shadows a bit. Yeah, I mean, they they were passing it around and we were getting close to them and making them pass it sideways. But they wanted to pass it sideways. They didn't have to take any risks. No, I think think you spot on. There was no level of uh, control there. It was just, we were putting the effort in to try and close them down. Yeah. And they were just going, right, we'll just knock it between lads. There's no issue. 
And I think that also shows in, in their past networks between first and second half, first half, they're a lot more open. They are distinctly using that 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 left-hand side of theirs between Modric, Alaba, uh, Victor and Benzema, right? That's that's their outlet. As we've said, that was their, their attacking out there. Second half, they've made the change at the back. They're more constructed. Their play, their average positions and their passing networks are heavily condensed in that middle third, which reflects what we were trying to press. But that's where they wanted to play. They didn't want to go anywhere else. They just wanted to keep the ball in there. Just knocking it about between themselves. Obviously, after about 83, 84 minutes, there were fucking all A's going on. All A, all A. Yeah. So if that counts as pressing volume, and this is what I was thinking when I was collecting it, there's a lot of volume coming in that uh, final final 15, but it was pointless. We weren't getting anything... They were they 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 didn't mind us closing them down because as soon as we closed them down, they'd pass it to another man. Yeah. It was just like, you know, we, we, we've we've added a hundred to the total without any of it being effective. Yeah. Whereas in the first half, there was some effective pressing that led to chances. In the in that second half, especially the last twenty, absolutely, it was just it was just a possession. It was, and again, just building on that, it is because I, I break the jewels down by a uh, 15-minute quadrant. And if you look at the first half periods, Madrid lost a lot of jewels in the middle of the park. Right? Yeah. So we were at second half, fixed round. They won all the jewels in the middle of the park and lost it on the and other side. I did there. Yeah. Wow. So, and it's just, that's what I'm saying to you. That, as we just said, they controlled the middle. They went, we ain't coming in here. We're going to control this middle third. You what, can try what and press size all you want. possession values. What was size possession values? Didn't you have someone on like minus seventeen? Who was that? Possession adjusted. That was. I think that was badge. No, it's it's possession value. He had someone at minus seventeen. Someone at minus eight. And like, oh, I've got. I think I've got it now. Yeah, Bushetic had a possession control of minus seventeen, which is terrible. Um, Fab was minus seven. Henderson was plus five. <laughs> yeah, and he had fourteen recoveries. Four recoveries. Yeah. Context. Which is good. Which is good. But I mean, it's remember, good. a recovery is a loose ball, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not. I, I, I have to say, I'm saying that because I, I learned that as well recently. Not recently, but, you know, was, oh, that sounds really good, but it isn't. It's just, it's not a jolly ball. It's just a loose ball. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's just, so I think Cy often talks about we, the op- controlling, controlling the opposition making yeah. the opposition play where you want them to play. Yeah. Madrid yeah. did that to the second half. 100%. And then they just picked us off and went and got... I think, to be honest with you, they were happy at 3-2. They sat in for the whole... I, I think I think, I think, think 3-2, maybe 3 all. Yeah, a, I, I did. They, they, they reflection of the game and I think some of the tone of the post-match analysis from some people would be a little bit different had it ended up in that score, but you can't you can't say that when you um basically give Real Madrid three goals. Alisson yeah. Zara, Gomez and the marking on that set piece. Um that fifth goal where you could bring him down. We, we gifted him we gifted him three. It's so I mean even our on ball second half is so different to the first half. It's like first off, we've got uh, overlapping zones on the ball this time I'm talking about, not off the ball. 
I annoyingly, um, Trent and Jordan kind of share a kind of a similar kind of zone. He was doing that annoying triangle thing, but anyway, that's for another day. But it, you could see a fairly all right pattern in terms of our on the ball zones. Second half, uh, I haven't seen anything like it, and I've only been doing the zones like for half a season. But I just looking at it, I, it doesn't. They're not connect. There's so there's so fewer overlaps between the zones. Uh, it, it matches up with the pass map being less connected. It, it's just, it just sim. It so shows you. I think Madrid just went. No, you don't plan anymore. We're going to stop you. Um, it, even that triangle, that you know, the right half space triangle. Did because it just stopped us. It's just we didn't, we didn't create any decent chances at all. I think we had a. We had, what is it? It's, we had the the James Point one. James Bond figure of XG. Is it yeah, it seven? was the Bobby Header, wasn't it? Was it a Bobby shot or Header at the end of the yeah, game? Yeah, the Bobby Header straight the keeper and the Bichette shot from thirty yeah. yards. And I think also, Darth said this, and I'll say it in his response. The one thing, even from the first half, being positive, right? And I didn't know. I saying we're saying we were better in the first half. The connections with Nunes and, and Cody are still not there nope. on the pass maps. Remember a line on a pass map has to be four connections between those two players. Nunez yeah. has none yeah. and Cody has one with Salah. That that isn't right. Nope. That it's that not. cannot happen. Nope. In a Champions League quarterfinal, it just can't happen. Agreed, Phil, agreed. Um appreciate your time, mate. We, we it's been a, it's been a, it's been eventful trying to get this one going. But especially after what you've, you've, you and your missus have been through this this week, um, I absolutely commend you for the work you've done. Um, just so everyone knows, I don't know if Phil posts them in the Discord, but if you want to subscribe and pay for Anfield Index, get yourself on that Discord because Phil just produces the greatest viz. I think he had a 42 or I think after he added the press and it might have been a 48 page PDF because yeah. Phil is an absolute coding legend. Um, he also sent us a file today <laughs> just for us nerds who listen to this one with every single <laughs> match goal appearance team sheet since 1888 of English football history. So I am absolutely dying to get into that. Um, we're not going to come back in Madrid. I don't think we can uh, nah. try and um, try and contrast it to that Barcelona game because we're going to be away. Um, so we're out of the Champions League now. Everything's about the top four. Um, but yeah, truly appreciate it. Your analysis, Dan, for doing that at short notice. Simon having a little miscommunication, thinking we'd postponed it till tomorrow and staying on at training. So at least the girls got better training from Simon. He, instead of him running off and just having a word with his... Uh, thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, thank uh Appreciate it, Phil. No worries, and thank you for your efforts as well. It's always like, it doesn't go on nice. Oh, yeah, it was a five-hour five collection with two kids and half term. Please, man. Jeez, man. Uh, what, what does Dan say? Come on, the Reds. Come on, the Reds. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. 
there's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.